As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After a battle with cancer, Winfrey was a well-known barber in his community and served on the Metro Nashville Council for over 15 years. In a separate tribute posted on her lifestyle outlet, Oprah said she was thankful to be able to spend some time with her father in the weeks before his passing. I'm Chris Caraggio, NBC News Radio. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 10.50 a.m., the station that leaves no listener behind. Food, glorious food, we're anxious to try it. Banquets a day, our favorite diet. Just picture a mammoth steak, fried, roasted, or stewed. Oh, food, wonderful food, marvelous food, glorious food. Food, glorious food. <laughs> Poached possum served flambe. Broth made from a sloth. Four savers and Why should we be fated to do nothing but brood on food? Welcome to another delicious edition of the Let's Dine Out Show. Food critic Alan Borgen here, who's hot and, and hungry. And Izzy Bussy. I'm hot and hungry. Are you hot and hungry? A little bit. <laughs> Irritated. Irritated too? Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into this, so. Anyway, welcome to uh, another wonderful show, and uh, we have a very interesting show today. First of all, uh, later on in the show, we have someone calling in with a new product called Jillian's. It's a um, baked good, but you'll find out. We'll tell you more about that later. Um, but we went to um, Artesia, a small little city, uh, Artesia, near Long Beach, kind of near Cerritos. And um, it's kind of got to be the mecca of culinary, anything Indian, Korean. Um, they've got a little bit of everything there, Jamaican, I mean, I mean uh, Ethiopian, a lot, a lot of ethnic um, stuff there. And it's just, a, it's a great day to just walk around and taste a lot of stuff. They have a lot of street foods and stuff. 
especially Indian food. We went to an Indian place. We'll, we'll know more. Once we know more about that, we'll have to talk to the owner and stuff. But uh, we'll talk about Indian sweets, which are really a very interesting. Uh, if, you, if you like baked goods, these are a little bit different. It's kind of baked and candy at the same time. Uh, very, very interesting stuff, but good stuff. So anyway, how are you doing? Outside of being irritated, hungry, and hot? I just woke up with a headache. So it's like the worst thing to wake up to. It's like you just set your day off. It's like, oh, God, that's start again. You have a lot of headaches. So. Yeah, you know, the thing is the weather changes and different things. Now, who knows? Did you have more headaches with me or before me, before you met me? No comments. Okay. Okay. Now I know why. And I thought there was something. What's good? It's not, you know, dangerous or anything. So <laughs> anyway, I try. So uh, let me tell you a few sponsors of ours. I want to get a hold of, um, get it out of the way so we can talk about Ethiopian food. And we went to an incredible restaurant. It was kind of a hidden gym that um, I think everyone should be going to. And it's, it's a very misunderstood um, cuisine. I think it's one of the world's best cuisines, but it's also misunderstood, so we're going to be diving into that. But first, I want to tell you about Buller & Buller. Now, Buller & Buller is a father-son law firm. Um, they're located in Redlands, and if you have any problems with, in terms of, if you have to go through a divorce or you have a problem with divorce, they also specialize in, multi, um, let's see, prenuptial agreements, spousal support issues, same-sex marriages, child support, non-marital relationships, paternity suits, and anything that has to do with family law. What's nice about them is they're very honest. They speak to you, not down to you, or, or you know, just blah 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 blah, and then they don't care. Uh, they really do listen. They do care. Their staff are incredible. When you call them, they if they have don't have an answer, they call you back, uh, which is really hard to find <laughs> nowadays. So uh, I highly recommend them. They're very very professional and they do a good job. So again, it's called Bowler and Bowler Family Law. The website is Bowler and Bowler B O W L E R and andbowler.com, and their phone number is 909-335-4848. That's 909-335-4848, Bowler and Bowler Family Law. So if you have to go through a divorce or you're going one, if you're, you know, I would definitely recommend them. That's the main thing. Um, another one of our sponsors who I love is Ray's Shanghai Bistro. Now, if you're, they're located in Redlands, right next to DMV pretty much, and on Lagonia. And um, what's nice about that is everything's fresh. The owners are there all the time. The head chef is the owner. So you know the food's going to be really, really good. Um, and some of my favorite dishes, I know Izzy has a, her favorites too, <laughs> is crisp pork spare ribs, which is really good. It's like fried, deep fried, really good with garlic. Their unique spicy lamb with bamboo. Mm, that's one of your favorites, Izzy. A sweet and tangy deep fried orange peel beef. It's kind of a standard in all restaurants, but I think they do theirs better. Well, it's crispy and it's tangy, super tangy. Because sometimes it's like not enough sauce or too much sauce or is soggy sugary. or too much batter. You know, it's always a mix of wrong things. Theirs is right on. Right. Another one is a savory basil um, spicy shrimp plus lots of vegetarian dishes. Whether you dine in, pick up, um, or just have them deliver it or basically take it home and have a party with it. That's the main thing, office party. Or just a nice dinner. I, you know, this is a restaurant that I think it's one of the best Chinese restaurants in the Empire. Let's put it that way. It's, it's authentic and just really, really good. Again, it's called Ray's. It's R U I apostrophe S Shanghai Bistro. Whereas Ray's Shanghai Bistro dot net. And again, they're located right next to DMV on Lagonia in Redlands. 
Rays, R-A-I, R-A-I-S, ShanghaiBistro.net. R-U-I-S. R-U-I-S. Yeah. Did I say that? No, you say A. Oh, another thing to irritate you. I just didn't want people to look at uh, R-A-I-S. I'm not looking that, finding that. <laughs> I, I'm going to walk on eggshells this show. <laughs> you don't want to play around with Izzy. She, you know, she's like a chihuahua. She's small but mighty, so uh, I'll, I'll be nice to you. So. Okay, and then the other one is uh, I want to talk about is Soaring Swine Acres. And this is a um, company, a small company, family-owned, and they make incredible small batches of jams, jellies, Vinegars, mustards. Um, they do a little bit of barbecue everything. Sauce. Barbecue sauces, salsas, um, everything. You name pickles. it. Pickles. Pickles. Plus, they have a whole thing of uh, of honeys and, and teas. Teas, yeah. And one of them is for people who are, get irritated. So I'm going to go back afterwards and get a, a couple gallons for you, Izzy. So, oh, now she's looking at me again. Okay, <laughs> another irritation. I'm, I'm keeping track of this. That's two, <laughs> two so far in five minutes. That's good. So, anyway, just add to the list. Yeah. It's soaring, S-O-A-R-I-N-G, swine, S-W-I-N-E, acres.com. That's soaringswineacres.com. Now, you can get it on the Internet, or you can go to Yucaipa. They're on California. So as soon as you get on California, make a right. They're right there, second, um, I think, second um, door. And uh, just nice people, Mary Wright, you know, Reuter. Um, she's been on our show many times, and very inventive jellies and jams. That's, I mm-hmm. think, what I like about them best. It's not your traditional stuff. So, Well, I just love how creative she is. You know, like, my latest favorite is the Galactic Grapes. That is incredible. They're basically champagne, champagne grapes. grapes. Yep. That she, I pickled. guess, pickles. It's so and good. It's sweet, a little tangy, but so good. It goes... Like just the right size to give you, it's like a bite size, right? So it's perfect. Like if you have roast beef or ham or you literally can just pop one in and then have a bite of some sort, chicken or whatever, protein. And it just changes the flavor. I Really amazing. Yeah. In fact, we just have one in the refrigerator now. We haven't tried yeah, it Yeah. I bought a bottle. I was, couldn't wait. Well, I had it and, and I really loved it. So I had to go buy another bottle. You're just, <laughs> you're just waiting for me to be out of the house and then we'll <laughs> drink it. So... Anyway, SoaringSwineAcres.com. <clears throat> okay, um, Artesia, again, we were there, and uh, I, I've never been there. Izzy's, you've been there before, yep. and you've actually walked it. And Yeah, it used to be really, um, pre-COVID, it was quite a bustling area. It's quite fun to walk around there. There's like, um, you know, little markets. You can buy different, you know, um, ethnic items. And also there's, you know, like sari, you know, like beautiful uh, stores with these beautiful, uh, colorful um, saris and, um, you know, jewelry store. It's just so vibrant. The whole area is just colorful and vibrant. And, you know, it was really fun just to walk down the street and just kind of like try a little bit thing here, a little bit there. I really enjoyed it. Um, Post-COVID, it's changed a little bit. I think um, the storefronts are a little um less variety it seems like there's more food places now and it's just um it's just as interesting i think because you know it's stuff that we don't really get those things in inland empire there's not like an area like low india they call it there so you know it's it's really like going to trying like you seeing things that you've never heard of before or seen before or tasted before so i always like that it's kind of adventure you know well we like doing that we like experimenting and trying new things and that's definitely one of the more exciting places to go to. I highly recommend it. I mean, it's just fun. And 
Um, I'm now addicted to it, even though I've only, well, I've been there twice. We ate at another restaurant there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, let's talk about Ethiopian food a little bit. Mm -hmm. First of all, um, let me get my little notes here, since I'm not a, a ge geographic whiz. Here it is. Um, history of cuisine. Okay. The region around modern-day Ethiopia was exposed to various exotic spices from India, which were the chili peppers. Um, chili peppers from Portugal and then ginger from East Africa. Mm -hmm. They go back as, as far as 1400s. Mm -hmm. And what's happened is uh, they also use indigenous uh, products that are into Ethiopia, like grains such as sorghum, millet, teff, which we'll talk about later, and uh, wheat. They grow well in the temperature climate, you know, which is very hot there. And the dishes today is it's kind of a blend introduced from spices from around the world and from countries, neighboring countries, and their own ingredients. So it's very unique. It's... I. People want me to describe it. How would you describe it? I mean, it's Middle Eastern meets Moroccan meets Chinese, a little bit of everything. Oh, I wouldn't say Chinese because we don't eat those spices. Well, really? Ginger. That's, That's the from. only thing. Okay. <laughs> I would think it's more Mediterranean meat. Um, probably, yeah, Indian. It's really a unique blend. I mean, if you like spices... Not spicy, but spices that, you know, some stuff are not spicy and a lot of things are spicy. <laughs> so it just depends. But I think it's just unique flavor. It's hard to describe. Yeah, it really is. But definitely worth trying. Mm -hmm. Now, at the restaurant that we went to, um, it's called Zawi. A, let's see, where is it here? A-W-A-Z-E, which is named after some spices. In the, uh, a type Ethiopian of spice, spices. yep. And it's on the top top of a center, a, a, kind of an Indian center. Nothing but food and bakeries and have an incredible <laughs> ice cream store there called Saffron, which I've never heard of, but it's been around for a long time. And, and you know, just delicious food. We'll talk about that next. <laughs> yeah, that'd be part of it, too. But um, anyway, it's a, it's a beautiful restaurant. And uh, let's talk about the food now. Um, all the dishes, the way they, it's, it's all very communal, very social that's how they eat. They eat with families and friends. They don't usually eat alone. And everything's done on, it's called injira. And think of a pizza, but it's made out of teff, which is a grass grown in Ethiopia. It's fermented. It takes about four days. It's mixed with water and it's fermented. And what, what you have there is kind of like a rubberized crepe, a sourdough crepe. Is that a best way of describing it? Would you say? Yeah, that's what it tastes like. But it's very light. I mean, it's it's fluffier than a crepe, but it's just light and almost airy. Spongy. A little spongy. spongy. It's Real something thin. you cannot describe, and it's not greasy whatsoever. It's It, it doesn't have any, like, grease tasting to it. Um, it's just very unique. And, and it's very, you know, it's like a, a blank slate when you eat, eat it, it, except for the little tanginess. Right. Now, it's, it's delicious. What they do now, they put scoops of the different vegetarian and meats onto it. And what they give you, so the, it's a big giant injara. Then they give you some on the side. And what you do is just rip it off and use your hands and just kind of scoop it. You, you eat with the right hand. The left hand is considered um, not sanitized. <laughs> So. Well, because a lot of the, I think a lot of the countries that eat with hands, the left left hand is like for, you know, other things. And the right hand's where you, you eat with, you keep it clean, you, you know, so that's a hand that usually is what you eat with. I mean, it, it's in Malaysia. I think a lot of the different countries, India, it's always the right hand. So mm -hmm. um, a lot of Middle Eastern countries. So. so I once had a grub club there, and uh, I think just one person... 
didn't uh, like it because they didn't like eating with their hands, and that's that's what's. Oh, to you me, mean another part. Ethiopian restaurant? Yeah, it was another Ethiopian restaurant. Okay. And um, but they, you know, they didn't like those. You know, no utensils. It's strictly your hand. So um, it's just very interesting. But the food is really good. So yeah. Um, what makes it good are the spices, obviously. And the well, style the awazi, awazi. I think hope I said it right. Yep. It's actually a spicy sauce as native to Ethiopia. It consists of berber, b e r b e r e, a typical mixture of spices made from dried chili, gin, uh, ginger, garlic, onion rue seeds, cardamom, cloves, and cinnamon sticks. So it's just a unique blend of spices they make into, it's like a fermented sauce. It's kind of like their version of ketchup. Yeah, but spicy ketchup. <laughs> very, I mean, you loved it. I can't believe I really it. liked it. I mean, except for the spice level, I think I can see myself putting on a lot of things because it's tangy. It, it's kind of vinegary. It's tangy, got a little bit of kick. But it's not overwhelming tasting. I mean, it just need a little bit. It goes a long way. And um, yeah, they had like these awesome, you know, pastries that they, it was an appetizer. It's filled with lentils and beef or ground beef. And so they look like almost like samosas or yeah. empanadas, but it's thin, thin, it's much thinner. Um, flaky. Very flaky outside. Yeah. Um, not as greasy. And, you know, it's served fresh and hot, and then you dip in the sauce to eat it. It was just really adds to, because, you know, like, the 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 fried item was kind of not over-seasoned, so that kind of adds to it. I think it really complements it well. Yeah, that was a great thing. So, mm -hmm. um, in terms of the spices, let me go through some of them. Mm -hmm. uh, again, you mentioned the Burberry. Now, this is, a literal meaning means hot, and um, Amphorek, I guess, is your language, Ethiopian national language. And uh, it's used in everything. It's made with various types of fenugreek, coriander, cardamom, cumin, chilies, allspice, cloves, pepper, paprika, ginger, garlic, turmeric, nutmeg, cinnamon, mustard seed, uh, let's see, black cumin, carome, I'm not sure what that is, rue, R-U-E seeds, Ethiopian basil, salt, wine can be added to make it into a delicious uh, marinade. But um, it's very, every household makes it differently. It's kind of like guam masala in, in India. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no one. Everyone makes their own spices. Well, because I think they use the raw materials and make it adjusted according to their flavor. Right. You know, so yes. it's the same thing with curry, same thing, because every household make their blend different. Very so. different, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's excellent. I mean, that's a big thing. Um, another ingredient, another um, spice is called the shiro, which is chickpea flour. It's, um... Or bonza beans flour, basically. Mm -hmm. um, mit, mit, uh, mit, mitta. It's a special, a very hot, spicy mix, commonly used particularly with beef uh, dishes. Its main ingredients by far is chilies, and then cardamom, cloves, salt, all tossed together, ground into a powder. Uh, another one is mika likalisha, M-E-K-E-L-E-S-H-A, S-H-A, it's a blend of seven spices that is sprinkled on watts, which we'll talk about later, at the end of the cooking, much like garam masala, to give a lovely aroma. The seven spices are cardamom, cinnamon, um, let's see, black pepper, nutmeg, cumin, um, Indian long pepper, um, and cloves. Really, really, really good. Uh, two more, three more um, spices that are primarily used in Ethiopian cooking is... Coronima, um, this is referred to as cardamom in recipes, but actually different. It's much larger 
and should be used uh, if possible. It's much, much different, but it has all that full flavor. Something called biso bila, which is also known as sacred basil. It refers to the dried leaves, not the seeds. Normal basil can't be used as a substitute, so it's got to be just that one. And the last um, ingredient that primarily used is called coresset, which is another Ethiopian spice. It's closer to oregano, but lighter and more floral. So that's uh, the spices. And then they also have something called, well, they have lentils, a lot of lentils they use, and something called masir wat, which is a red lentil stew. Um, they use a lot of, a lot of uh, well, like I said, a lot of lentils in it and everything. They also use a butter. It's, it's called a um, neater, N-I-T-E-R, kebi, and it's spice-infused clarified butter that is the other Sikh ingredient of Ethiopian food. And without this ingredient, it's impossible to make real authentic-tasting dishes at home. So um, I didn't even know about that one, but uh, it was really, really good. You're listening to the Let's Sign Out show right here on AM 1050, and we're talking about Ethiopian food. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of, let me get the next notes here, Uh, some of the dishes uh, that we uh, had. um, It's kind of confusing. We had a lot of different ones. What we had, it was was like $50, and it was in gyra, big gyra and gyra, Mm -hmm. and I think there was like 15 or so. It was a lot of different scoops of both um, vegan, vegetarian, and some meats in it too. And you can get all vegetarian if you want, or you can have some meats in it too. They also, it's mostly lamb and beef, uh, kind of like uh, halal um, and you know kosher. Pork, they don't eat pork. They have some seafood too, but not pork because it's con- no sh- uh, f- fish like you know um, seafood like lobster and crab. Um, because they're bottom feeders, basically, so they don't do that. Um, let's see what else. Okay, so let's talk about the injera. So again, the injera, it's a spongy bread, cornerstone of almost all Ethiopian meals. It's made with 100% um, teff flour. It's T-E-F, um, and, or T-E-F-F flour. And again, it's gluten-free and vegan. So for, if you have gluten-free uh, issues, this is a great one. Um, and what's nice about it is you put the things on top of it and just eat it away and then when you're done you eat the bottom part <laughs> it's really really amazing um i'm a big fan of injara i always have been and i know izzy loves it too again it's a, it's that sourdough i love sourdough and that's and what what's so neat is i mean i had no idea because you know i've had ethiopian food in different places all over the country and actually in canada different places and um it all tastes a little bit different just like you know curry or Indian food because like everybody makes their own well this the, I think this injera is a little more tangy because she says she ferment it for three days three they days. make it from scratch so so actually they buy the the grain grind it up and make everything and let it ferment for three days before they make it into this you know wonderful flatbread kind of thing now a lot of restaurants they buy it because it's kind of time consuming but they actually make it there in the kitchen yeah that's what made me very um impressed about the everything it you know and their kitchen looks like a catering kitchen and it's like shiny clean you know you can see it um you know really was impressive i think it's a nice little restaurant yeah you totally unexpected because if you Go into a center, you're like, okay, well, it's kind of like, you know, you, you feel like you're in a different country altogether. And they all speak English, too. Very yes, good English. Yes, correct. And, and very, then, very you know, you go up this elevator, and you're like, okay, what's going on? But once you walked into a restaurant, it's very welcoming. Um, it's very open, very clean. clean. Yeah, I mean, they're just really lovely people. Um, you know, I just think 
is so unique, such a neat find. Yeah. Yeah. I I would actually say they're probably one of the um, the nicest looking races <laughs> in the world. The women are beautiful. They're tall and gorgeous. And the guys all look like Adonis. They're all like, you know, really nice looking athletic guys. Athletic and yeah. tall and lean, you know, Unlike yeah. like me. Yeah. And, 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 see, I, I knock myself too. So <laughs> anyway, again, just to remind you, the name of the restaurant is Awasi, A-W-A-Z-E. Now, they don't have a website, so it's a little difficult to find. But you can find them on Google. Um, if you go on Google, look Awasi, you can find, um, a, you know, pictures people have posted. Um, you know, some... All five-star reviews, every mm-hmm, one of them. Mm-hmm. And then, they, you know, they're been open pretty recently i guess they owned another April, restaurant yeah. somewhere else so um this is a new location um and then you know this is a new um you know basically new menu i guess for them yep. um they used to have another restaurant cooking a different type of food so it's just um really refreshing to try something new especially here locally in california i'll give you the, i'll give you the address it's 18764 pioneer boulevard in artesia and their phone number is 562-214-7, looks like 7312. A little hard to read here, but 7312. Um, back to the, to, um, the dishes. Um, what Izzy was talking about before, kind of like um, samosa, it's called a sambusa. And again, it's a street food, and it's basically stuffed, um, stuffed pastry. And you can either get it with, they make it either with lentils or with beef, either one. Mm-hmm. Um, the one is called Doro Watt, D-O-R-O-W-A-T. It's spelled as Watt, W-O-T. It's one of the most common terms used in Ethiopian food. This general term refers to a stew made with combination of spices, meats, and vegetables. Of all the vegetarian varieties of Watt, Doro um, is the most popular. The spicy stew combines chicken, hard-boiled eggs, tomato paste, uh, garlic, caramelized onions, and ginger. It's considered an Ethiopian national dish, and dorawat is often served as part of a communal platter offering a range of different dishes. That's, again, what we had, and I think that's, mm-hmm. all they, that's how they serve it. Um, again, we had the big one, the $50 sampler, but you can get the individual ones too. Mm-hmm. Uh, another dish was called Genfro, G-E-N-F-O. It's a typical Ethiopian breakfast consisting of porridge made with a barley or wheat flour, eaten with a sauce made from Burberry, Burberry and Niter Kibu, which is that infused um, butter. Um, that's for breakfast. Um, something's called Kik Alache, K-I-K-A-L-I-C-H-A. It's um, basically, it's got, if you don't have a high tolerance for spicy food, it's a great option. Um, this is an Ethiopian stew. It contains split peas, uh, again, the butter, um, seasoned butter, and, um, and turmeric. So it's very different, but it's got that unique turmeric flavor, kind of a curry flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't contain any of the super spicy ingredients, so uh, if you don't like a lot of spice. And again, they ask you, you know, we told them we don't want it too hot because it could be deathly hot. There's times when I ate with my ex-partner, David Cohen, and we were crying. It was so good, but we were eating this d- dish. We were crying and saying, God, this is good at the same time. So, Well, I think some of the stuff... I think it's so cooked in um, the flavor. I don't think it's adjustable. I think um, I, I think sir, you know it's a good mix. If you tell them you don't want too spicy, you might have a spicy item, then something really mellow, and that's not spicy. So you kind of kind of 
I think you mellow it out. You, because it's, it's a platter that's huge, um, you know, as big as most people's round tables, so like little kitchen tables. And, you know, it has a little of everything, a dollop of everything. So literally you can sweet, scrap. It's sour. It's, it's spicy. Every they have beets that were made it sweet, crunchy. It's got veggies. everything. Veggies. I mean, it has a little blender of everything. So it really you can pick anything out of the platter, mix it up, and make it your own very unique flavor every bite. Right. So. You'll also see on menus, this on this one especially, it's called Tibs, T-I-B-S. It's another must-try food in Ethiopia, referring to various cuts of beef or lamb. It's pan-fried in butter, onion, and garlic, and it can be hot or mild. Um, it depends on what you have, mm-hmm. and it may or may not come with vegetables, depending on the specific dish at a different restaurant. We had it without vegetables, and it was just really, really good. Yeah, well, it, like I said, the platter had a little bit of everything, so it did have vegetables next to it, but not, uh, you know, cooked with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Really good. Then they had Shiro Watt, S-H-I-R-O Watt, W-A-T. And um, it's an Ethiopian dish that, um, let's see, how do you describe it? It's ground chickpea flour cooked with onions, garlic, tomatoes, chili pepper, and ginger. And Shiro Watt has a smooth and creamy, almost like a hummus-type texture to it that's perfect eating with the injera. So, and again, what's nice is you kind of get a scoop of this, a scoop of that, and mix it up, and or you can get one scoop at a time of different things. And oh, they do have a website. I just found them. Oh, they it's do. Awazi a w a z e dash restaurant dot com. Oh, cool. Okay, mm-hmm. we on a card. It's called Awazi Etho Ethio Fusion and Vegan Restaurant. Cool. Very good. Mm-hmm. Another uh, popular dish is called Kitfo, K-I-T-F-O. And this is more like a stew, like a steak stew. It's beef tartare made with raw minced beef flavored with Danica kibbe, which, which is the infused butter, and a spice blend uh, called metu, metu, mit, Mitma. It's often served with mild cheese called Ayib, but uh, we had it without it. And this is the one that David Cole and I had that was just spicy we had a real spicy hot we didn't ask for it to be mild we didn't know and it was just but it was it's kind of like steak tartare it was just really good and creamy and really really good and especially a lot of butter in it mm-hmm. um something called a sifa a s i'm sorry a z i f a it's a com- it's combining green let's see green lentils chopped tomatoes um green chilies and red onions and it's it's basically their answer to uh, mexico's uh, pico de gallo Mm-hmm. It's often served as part of a combination platter. It could be on a salad. Um, it's just a you know a nice little condiment type of thing. Um, Fool is another one. F U U L. This is a popular dish in East Africa and in the Middle East, made with stewed and spiced uh, fava beans that many Ethiopians eat for breakfast. Regular fool is made for one. It's served in an endless supply of fresh bread, which is the injera, and that's just very interesting. Another one is called Siga, S-I-G-A, Watt, W-A-T. And it's similar to Dora Watt, except it contains beef instead of chicken. And uh, that, that was excellent. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And um, what else? You, you have the, their menu in front of you? Yeah, I have their menu in front of me through their website. So you've got to describe um, some of what they offer. Um, and I think the squares are called Katagna, K-A-T-E-G-N-A. And it's sandwiches made... Oh, there's actually Injire Square sandwiches made with savory homemade awazi paste. Ooh. Oh, that's interesting. We, I don't think we tried that. Not yet. Um, <laughs> we'll have to try that. They do have the beef dishes um, that, you know, wazi tips, spicy or mild. Um, the wazi tips, once again, is the prime rib sauteed with awazi, which is that sauce we talked about. And that's it. Um, the zizil tips, T- Z-I-L-Z-I-L um, tibs, T-I-B-S. It's sizzling strip of tender beef grilled to perfection to desired temperature topped with a blend of onion, garlic, sliced and seeded jalapenos. Mm. I know. It's making my mouth water just well, talking about We're this. actually going on Wednesday night and we're bringing a bunch of friends and family there. Well, anybody want to go? Can let us well, know. Us we can add some tables. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> we'll give you more information afterwards. Yeah, definitely. But... Um, Okay, and then the other thing, too, they have a lot of desserts and different drinks and stuff, but their coffee is amazing. It's not your regular, you know, Starbucks coffee. Um, what they I've do, never heard of it, so this is something really interesting to me. Yeah, so, no. Alan, just start describing what's different about their coffee. Okay, well, it's kind of a ceremonial social uh, event that involves washing and roasting and grinding the beans before brewing them in a traditional clay pot oven called a jabina. Once it's ready, the, uh, the host pours the coffee into cups uh, for everyone to enjoy alongside traditional Ethiopian snacks. It's also considered rude to leave without having at least three cups of coffee since Ethiopians believe your spirits will transform after those three rounds. Mm. So well, we'll be important. wired all night. Be, yeah, you won't, be, <laughs> you won't be able to sleep all night. Um, in Loma Linda, there used to be a really, really nice um, small uh, Ethiopian restaurant, and that's where I learned about it. And um, they, like I said, they put over a fire right in front of you. It's a whole ceremony thing. They gr- they roast it right in front of you, and then basically they make the coffee, grind it up, and make the coffee. I would love to see it roasted and everything because that's a little bit different. And, and I'm like I said, I've had Ethiopian food everywhere, but I don't think I've seen that being offered. So it's neat that this restaurant does have that and then offer that. Well, I know she was happy when I told her about it, and she goes, "You've had it before," and I go, "Yeah." Yeah. And she goes, "So uh, Wednesday night when we go, they're definitely going to have that." Yeah, definitely. So uh, I'm going to put this out on our website, uh, on, on our Facebook and stuff. To see if people want to come, um, if not this Wednesday, um, a different, maybe a grub club type of thing. And, um, yeah, 
Let us know if you're interested. Day. Maybe so we can arrange something. It's a little bit out of the way, but it's it's a whole day adventure. I would definitely spend a whole day walking and tasting different things, especially the Indian sweets and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just a real, real fun thing. I, I'm gonna look do some research and see if there's anyone there that can maybe do a tour of the of the city and stuff and take us around. And so I don't know. I'm, my mind's <laughs> going right now, but. It's just really exciting food, and it is. I mean, it's it's totally different, uh, and it's like literally in that backyard. It's not that far away, and it you know I think it you really don't have a chance to get exposed to this unless somebody introduce it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like but, you had no idea Tija had a little India and all offers all those varieties. Oh, they have of every yeah. every nation in the world, I think, is, is Yeah, there. it's literally like one end is like Korean, the one end is Chinese, the other hand Ethiopian, the other hand is India, and then there's actually what there was like a Pakistani. Pakistani, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I I actually had a, a sign that got me stumbled. It says some some weird name and i'm like what is that what kind of cuisine is that and not to look it up and i'm like oh it's a type of pakistan cuisine Mm -hmm. so you know there's more places to explore yeah pakistani food is different than indian food but totally different but this is something well they they, i think because people think it's the same but it's not because it's the way they make they cook it they cook it different um i think they don't use um as much cream in their food they use more ginger based versus i think Indian food has less of a ginger flavor to them, like a curry, mm-hmm. the difference between the two curries. Um, the names of the dishes a lot of times are similar, but they do taste, dis- lot, lot I different. think, distinctly different to me. Yeah, the kebabs are really, really good. and mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll have to do Pakistani one day again. Yep. So again, the name of the restaurant is called Awasi, A-W-A-Z-E, Etho Fusion and Vegan. The website is Azazi. Restaurant? Uh, Wazi-restaurant.com. Um, okay. So you get to see pictures of their food. They tell you the menu, the hours, and, um, you know, description of each item. So you get an idea of what they offer. Right. And the phone number, let me give you the phone number one more time. Um, can you, do you have the phone number there? I, I, this is kind of smeared. It looks like. Yes, I do have a phone okay. number here. Um, according to their website, it's 562 562- Two six three okay. six zero zero one. I think that's the old one. Once again, oh, okay. This is their website, according. Okay. Um, what I have here is two um, five six two two one four seven. Looks like seven three one two. Best thing to do is you can give me a ring, um, or you can just go to uh, find me on Facebook, or my my email is Mr. Foodie F uh, Mr. Foodie one the number one at outlook.com. Mr. Foodie one at outlook.com. Or you can find me at Alan Borgen at Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I can give you the information. So, And if you do want to come on uh, Wednesday, um, we're going to be there around 7 o'clock or so. Yeah. Like just give so. us heads up so because we gave them heads up. Yeah. We, I need um, to let them know. So they're to, making a special platter for us. Exactly. Because I don't think they offer the variety of food that we know, you know that they're going to offer us. Um, you know, because we special arranged it. So. Yeah. And I'm going to put it on the internet. We're going to do... Uh, on your Facebook. Facebook and, and video, YouTube. Okay, so great. So we'll do that. And then the second thing we tried, no, no, second thing, after that meal, we oh. went and tried a place. Okay, this <laughs> is like right after downstairs. a huge meal. It's like, okay, First let's all, try it, this other place. It said it could feed three or four. Ha <laughs> ha. We fin- almost finished it. No, well, almost. Took yeah. some home, yeah. yeah. But um, so it's a place called Saffron Spot. And... If you, it's basically Indian sweets, um, like desserts. Um, the 
desserts, coffee, tea, ice cream, shaved ice, and um, different, you know, preparation. It's slightly different. So it's homemade ice cream that they offer. Um, they made themselves. They have stuff uh, with fig and rose. They have um, saffron ice cream. They have pistachio, mango. They have some unique ones that you've never heard of. Uh, I had to ask them. And they've, they're more than happy like, to samples. taste their flavor. Yeah, I was really impressed with them. Um, they have something called Raj it's R-A-J-B-H-O-G. It's basically cashews, I think it's cashew, pistachio, um, cardamom, saffron, and something else. Um, where's the menu? Do you have it? No. Oh, okay. Anyways, but it's such a unique blend of flavors. I was so impressed. I really enjoyed it. Um, I would say if I have to rate that might be at the top of my list. Second would be the rose one. They have one that's rose, and it is very rich, phenomenal. And creamy. Yes, yeah. creamy but not sugarly, super sugary. I have to say, um, that's what you know. I took away from it, and you know they're more than happy to give you you know taste test of different items so that you can figure out what you like. So it was, and you know, the gal that helped us was super friendly. I was really impressed with their service. So. Good stuff. Yeah, and these offer sugarcane juice. Um, you know, they have it just all kinds of faluda, which is like a a basically a smoothie with noodles inside with like blended yogurt drink or smoothie drink with some fruit flavor. And then they usually sprinkle some sort of chia seeds or basil seeds or something in there. Um, it's quite unique. Um, I don't know, like after a big meal, I think the noodles didn't do anything for me. But if I wasn't hungry, I think the noodles was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyways, I think our guest is on the phone. Okay, we'll get to him in just a couple of minutes. So also, I want to let you know, um, again, we also went to another restaurant. We'll talk about it later. It's called uh, Canon, C-A-N-A-A-N. Um, it's a Chinese restaurant and very, very different. They have one in, I believe, West Covina. Or Covina, West Covina. West and, Covina. And then they have the one in Artesia. And uh, uh, how would you describe that? More to that? come. <laughs> how, would you, how would you describe that? Um, I would say it's the one in our West Covina. It's a little more. Um, more authentic? No. The one in Artesia or is more Artesia, authentic. Okay, yeah. It's more authentic just because the, the area is so international. Um, the one in West Covina has a smaller menu, but it's very welcoming. Um, the Engli you know, menu is in English and Chinese, and, the, uh, and and also it has all the pictures on it. So it's a little bit easier to order if you have a number up in there. Mm -hmm. That's how I describe it. But delicious food. Delicious yep. food. So ne more to come next time. Mm -hmm. All right. So our guest. Okay. Um, this month um, is, well, I'll tell you what, our guests can talk about it. So uh, with us is Jonah, J-O-H-N-N-A, Jonah. Jo Johanna, uh, French. How, I'm how do you pronounce it? I'm sorry. Jonna. Jonna. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm terrible at names, no, as, no as you may know. And with me is Izzy, my co-host. And um, nice. Yeah, nice we to have meet a. You. And um, this month, um, basically, is National Picnic Month. And first, let's talk about yourself a little bit, because you're a food blogger and an influencer. Yes. And uh, let's talk about that a little bit, and then let's get right into uh, Jillian's. Recipe. Yes, it is um, National Picnic Month, and I am John and food, and that's what I talk about most of the time. I have been um, talking about food for about 15 years now in Washington, D.C., and 
many other regions, but just sharing recipes and drink mixes and tips and all kinds of stuff about food. And today, I'm, this is no exception because I'm really looking forward to sharing one of my favorite times of year. July is warm, and it's such a great time for a picnic. I can imagine. I, I like eating except for the bugs. <laughs> so I, I like picnics and restaurants. <laughs> yes, so I have some tips and tricks for that. Okay, well, let's talk about picnicking. Let's talk about this. Yeah, so usually, you know, after you find a good spot in a picnic location, usually you find you have a little trouble sometimes with the breeze blowing. And this is one of my favorite new tricks. It's like using a fitted twin sheet to cover the table instead of using a tablecloth. And then, you know, the wind won't blow. And then, you know, the elastic, it helps to grip the table and make for, you know, a much stable way to cover your table. So, you know, your food's not flying away. And like I said, the tablecloth's not flying away. Uh-huh. Well, and, to, go ahead. Yeah, and to your point about the bugs, bugs I want to say it's really easy to actually keep some of them away through the, you know, for ants, it's the smell of peppermint. They hate it. It makes them, it makes it impossible for them to communicate with each other. So rub a little peppermint on the surface of your picnic table and this will keep the ants away. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. We went to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was San Antonio, but I can't remember exactly. And they had these little fans on the table. And it was like you press a button and it, it, it like it's wireless and it, it, yeah they had no like it, I don't know I think it's rechargeable or something yeah but they put it next to our food and so the flies kept away it was pretty interesting really neat and that would work really good if you're on mm-hmm. if you're outside too so uh, okay what else can you tell us about picnicking yes and also to keep flies away which this is another one of my favorites is use yeah. a half a lemon and some cloves and that keeps the flies away because they really they like all the food that you bring out so you want to get rid of those and lemon and cloves they won't eat uh, yes absolutely and then so you for just packing, leave, like you, do you just cut a uh-huh. lemon and put some cloves in it yeah you can cut cut a, cut a half a lemon and just put some cloves maybe put a clove in like a you know like a, a little bag that you know like and just leave it open and just leave it on the table Whatever you have, um, or a cheesecloth. That's what I would probably use is a cheesecloth because you know you can wrap it up, wrap them up, and then just tie it up and put it on the table. One of hmm. one of Izzy's favorite bugs are mosquitoes. Anything? Oh, yeah. Tell, tell us about that. Oh yeah, I know. Just that you know, the citronelle candles are the best things for mosquitoes. But you know, of course, you want to use your off your spray, all that stuff. That seems to help to keep it away, uh-huh. and you know, during this time of the year, but. Yeah. As far as, you know, like your food, which is like the main component of this whole thing, you know, you can store your spices in old Tic Tac containers and, you know, just add whatever you like, salt, pepper, whatever you have in your cupboard. And for salads, mason jars are all the rave right now. Use them. They're Mm -hmm. fun. They're easy. And it makes them more portable. So basically, put, as far a, as you, put the ingredients in. Yeah, my friend it. does that. They actually yeah. do. Um, they grow their own veggies, so they mm-hmm. actually make them up all week, and they say last all week. So they just put all the ingredients in without the, you know, dressing. So when they're ready to eat, they just dump it out, put the dressing on, they're ready to go. Oh yeah, and that's the way to do it. They're really easy. They're simple, and you know, you can just pretty much pack up what you want and, you know, make them to go. And you can make them specialty, like who, whoever has different tastes or, you know, whatever they want in there, you can have, make, have fun with it before you leave. Wow. Now, as far as your drinks, because that's a big part of picnicking, you know, for your sparkling water, your juice or your wine, use frozen grapes. They're a great substitute mm. to ice. 
because when they melt, they don't, you know, they just don't melt into the drink. They'll actually add some flavor to whatever you're drinking. Yeah, we, we nibble on that all the time. <laughs> I always have some in my freezer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, it won't water down your drink. It's so great. And then also you can use cupcake liners to cover your beverages. Because like you said, you want to keep all the bugs and pests out. Oh, yeah. And you, it's, really, it's really easy to just poke a hole through the liner with a straw, and then that keeps your drink covered. Huh, never thought about that. Good ideas. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, no, it's a lot of a lot of fun ways to incorporate it. And you definitely want to make sure your menu is easy. I love Julian's recipe. Their baguettes are so delicious. They're European, overall style baguettes that, like, really carry easy, and you can use them for so many different things. Today, I'm going to share a little bit of... Um, their bruschetta recipe, which is super simple. It's everything you think it is. You know, some chopped tomatoes, chopped onions, a little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper. And once you pop the baguette in the oven, pretty much your work is done. You just top it with some cheese. And my suggestion is once you top it with the cheese, bring it on, bring it to the picnic with you. And then when you get there, top the add the tomatoes and that mixture on top and a little dollop of mustard. And it's a nice treat. Oh, wow. Now, Julian's, you mentioned them. Let's go to their, their mm-hmm. website. It's secrets, uh, secrets.com. That's, I'm sorry, juliansrecipes.com. It's J-U-L-I-A-N recipe, S, rather, recipes.com. And uh, they have all the information on them. Yeah, let's talk about their products. I mean, um, let's talk about the products first, and we'll talk about more recipes and stuff. Why don't you, you said it's European-style baguettes? Yes, they're European bakery-style baguettes that are made with traditional family recipes, and they're wholesome, and they're high-quality ingredients, and you can really taste it. They don't taste like the traditional baguettes. Like, the first time I tasted them, I was like, I am so impressed. Like, we buy them every week, and we pair them with almost everything. Mm -hmm. They go with bruschetta. They go with spaghetti. They go with basically whatever. They're like a nice little side dish to whatever I'm using or making in the kitchen. And they're like full-bodied and flavor, so you really like, you're, you really don't have to do any work. You don't have to add any, you know, like they have this truffle butter flavor that I absolutely love, and you don't have to add anything else to this baguette, but well, just pop it in the oven. Yeah, very flavorful. Is it useful? Oh, yeah. It looks like they do sell them nearby us. Um, yes. That's a hard part, usually finding things near us. <laughs> um, it's. I think I find, uh, when I did a Google, it says online is uh, Walmart and Ralph's. So Yeah, and also Whole Foods. You know, you can find them at Whole Foods or online, Julian's Recipe. Um, and then you can check out, you know, more stuff about them on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Julian's Recipe. Okay, cool. How yeah, long, I guess we how, don't have Whole Foods next near us, so. <laughs> yeah. How long have they been around? Oh, apologies. <laughs> how, yeah. How long have they been around? Um, just a few years. They're a new. They are newer. Like this is like a newer brand that they're working with the baguettes. Um, mm-hmm. as far as you know, this product, but it is definitely something that was needed on the market because, like I said, they're so 
they're delicious. And like I said, they come in, you know, different flavors. The traditional is just as good. It's basically like your basic garlic bread baguette. Um, and then they have a multi-grain for some, you know, people that are kind of watching what they're eating. The pretzel is also good. Mm. And like I said, my truffle butter is my perfect, my personal favorite. One of these days we have to taste it. <laughs> yes, it's absolutely delicious. Definitely pick up. You will not be disappointed. Like some products you're like, oh, this is not really good, but this, that is it's excellent. Yeah, un- unfortunately, and we'll, I'll take the blame for it. We've been so busy running around eating and doing what, doing what we're doing that I haven't been able to go to the market to get that. So uh, I've, got, I've got coupons from you guys you sent me. So I will try it and we'll have you, you, know, have you on again talking about it. So, um, absolutely. Now, again, it's good for anything, not just picnics, even though it's National Picnic Month, but you can use it for, you know, for sandwiches, for kids, for anything. I mean, I can see appetizers, especially that, uh, bruschetta. Yeah, bruschetta. That's perfect mm-hmm. for uh, parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I was, you know, I've been sharing with people that the reason it's so great is because, you know, now everyone has like, there's like the, the mimosa bar, the taco bar. There's now the bruschetta bar. That's like the new trend. And with these baguettes, you can really have fun with them. They have like, you know, you can use it as a a breakfast um, addition or, you know, it could be served savory. It can be served sweet. There's so many variations. So you can really have fun with it. Hmm. Fresh baguette can't beat that. I've only seen one kind, you know, you hear the French kind and I've never seen flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I have to try that. Izzy's excited. I see her getting excited. (laughs) She's also hungry. She's very hungry, too. So you're talking to her who's very hungry. So she's definitely going to get that. So now, again, let's talk a little bit about your website now. How how long have you been doing it, you said? Um, 15 years, wow. since uh, 2007, mm-hmm. I have been doing John and O's Good Food, and it started as a, a way to share recipes and restaurant reviews with friends and family, and it was about seven readers, and from there, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> it just it blossomed. So. That's great. It seems like, obviously, that's, that's the most popular wave now. TV is kind of going away, and uh, social so media. So it means that you're archaic? Yeah, I'm archaic. Yeah, I've I've done my radio, my TV show for 27 years on PBS reviewing restaurants, and uh, oh, so wow. I'm no more doing that. So now it looks like I'm going to be learning how to do social media, driving Izzy crazy, teaching me, but uh, doing that and just uh, again turning people on to food and culture, and especially now the so many problems with the world going on, and if you think about it, you'll you drive yourself crazy. So to me, the best way of doing it is eating, <laughs> cooking especially. Absolutely. If you're really into cooking, it's it's a passion, and it gets your mind off of things. And especially, like, we were just talking about an Ethiopian restaurant. And what mm-hmm. I, besides great food, they eat everything communal, kind of like with family and social. It's a, it's a so, social happening. It's not just everyone gets their own plate. They don't share it. It's all about sharing. Mm-hmm. And I think Absolutely. That's, that's kind of the, the kind of cuisine I like because it gives you a chance to talk. It's like Korean barbecue. You know, nothing better mm-hmm. than roasting your own meat, sitting there and barbecuing your own meats and, and talking. And it's just not cramming your face and leaving. Yeah, oh, pl- yeah. plus no, you absolutely. get a little more variety when you share it with other people, right? You, you order your own food. It's very, um, it's just yours. So you're not sharing with anybody else. You only get your flavor. But we share with other people. You can get multiple flavors, and everybody gets a little bit of everything. I think mm-hmm. it's a lot more interesting to me. <laughs> oh, I agree too. Yes. How did you get interested in this? Did you uh, was it your parents, or did you work in the in the field, or what? Well, actually, I was just um, you know young urbanite here in DC, just running around the city, going to these different restaurants, 
And I would have these experiences where I would be like, well, I want to really, you know, I, what would I tell somebody about this restaurant? Mm-hmm. And I just decided to put it on, you know, pen to paper. And that's how we got started. And then the same thing um, during that time, I had just wrapped up law school. And during that time, I would have friends that would put things and, you know, I have from all these interesting backgrounds. And I would be like, oh, well, I, you know, what I want to do is I want to make, I want to recreate whatever you're making at home and share it with people. So then I started sharing those recipes. Wow. So and again, it comes down, that, that, it comes down to passion. Out. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, so. I love it. And to your point about sharing, I, we actually just attended an Ethiopian style wedding and it was one of the oh. best spreads that we've ever seen because it was a combination of so many different flavors. And you didn't invite and, us. Oh, thank you. I thought you were a friend. <laughs> Jeez. Wouldn't that be yeah, something, Izzy, an Ethiopian know. wedding? Oh, mm-hmm, my goodness. Definitely. Very great. So, okay, one more time. The website is Julian, J U L I A N S, apostrophe. I'm sorry. Julian's yes. S. Julian's recipe. I can't talk to him. I'm so hungry now. Julian's <laughs> recipe.com. That's J U L I A N S, recipe.com. Whew. Jeez, that was hard. We're both very hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we talk about all this good food. It's like, well, we haven't eaten today. And it's like, okay, maybe you should get something to eat. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to hit all the restaurants today. So, well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, anytime Julian's has any new products or anything, give us a call. Let us know. We can have you on again. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, be well. Happy eating. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, a lot of food we talked about, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm making me salivate. It's making me like, okay, when can we go get something to eat? Something good. <laughs> Just to let you know, folks, we are uh, we are working with our producer Joe, who has some limitations on what he'll eat. We're, we we want to take him on a a funny evening, blindfold him and just feed him. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. So no, we really, I'm serious. That'd be like, first time impressions on things. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. So anyway, <laughs> we're on every Saturday from, uh, let's see, four to five, uh, 102.3 FM, 105, 106.5 FM and AM 1050. <coughs> the stations are leaving no listening behind. I got to eat and drink. Food critic, Alan Borgen here. And Izzy Bussy. Happy eating everybody. <coughs> This segment is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue, now in Yucaipa at 33562 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Dickie's Barbecue, where you can get sauced with five delicious barbecue sauces. For the holidays, there's the Dickie's Holiday Feast options. Everything you need for a festive gathering with delicious hassle-free meals that you just heat and serve. Whatever your needs are, they have the perfect option, including the complete feast, the dinner feast, or the single holiday meats and sides. Available for pickup and delivery from Dickie's. And there's no charge for kids on Sundays. In fact, the kids get free ice cream. Dickie's Barbecue, now open in Yucaipa at 33562 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Bond Shopping Center. Center. Dickie's Barbecue, whatever your needs are. This segment brought to you by Concerts on the Green with the Calamasa Cultural and Performing Arts Association. And the city of Calamasa and this radio station proudly present Concerts on the Green with our free kickoff concert July 14th with six Grammy Award winners in the band from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m.
Stevie E and the LCB Band. Bill Champlin, Hall of Fame rock and roll member from the group Chicago. Alex Drizos, head engineer and musical director for Dave Mason. Along with musicians from George Benson, Pivo Bryson, Aretha Franklin, Natalie Cole, The Voice, and American Idol. You only get one summer in 2022, so make it memorable and get active. Concerts on the Green in Cala Mesa, July 14th, and it's free. What does the Weatherbug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose Weatherbug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the Weatherbug app today for free. Karen and the staff at It's a Dog's World Canine Academy reminds listeners this summer, never leave your pets alone in parked cars with the windows closed as dehydration, heat stroke, and death can occur in just minutes. So make sure they have a steady supply of water and shade. This message from It's a Dog's World Canine Academy in Chino, teaching people how dogs think is their commitment. For all your boarding, training, private lessons, off-leash, service dog needs, and more, call 909-548-3150 for a free consultation. That's 909-548-3150. Or online at itsadogsworld.biz. Hi, I'm food critic Alan Morgan, and I'm excited to tell you about Raid Shanghai Bistro, located next to Redlands DMV on Magonia in Redlands. Raid Shanghai Bistro offers the largest and most delicious array of traditional and original Chinese dishes available in the Inland Empire. Some of my favorite dishes are the house-made pot stickers, the crisp pork spare ribs with garlic their unique spicy lamb with bamboo, the sweet and tangy deep-fried orange peel beef, mm-mm, and the savory basil spicy shrimp, plus lots of vegetarian dishes. Whether you dine in, pick up the food, or have them cater your next party or special occasions, you will see why Ray spelled R-U-I apostrophe S, Shanghai Bistro, is truly the best Chinese restaurant in the Inland Empire. Their website is raiseshanghaibistro.net. That's raiseshanghaibistro.net. R-U-I-S, shanghaibistro.net. Happy eating. You won't be disappointed. NBC News Radio. I'm Chris Caraggio. An abortion rights sitting outside the White House is among the dozens of marches and rallies taking place across the country today. The demonstration is organized by Women's March as part of their summer of rage and reaction to last month's Supreme Court reversal of Roe v. Wade. The D.C. sit-in caps a week of protests outside Senate office buildings calling on Congress and the White House to protect abortion. President Biden signed an executive order yesterday aimed at protecting women's access to reproductive health care. Former White House counsel Pat Cipollone is reportedly being cooperative with the House January 6th committee. Scott Carr has more. 
Cipollone was issued a public subpoena to testify before the committee the day after former Trump White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson testified. She told the panel Cipollone had discussed potential criminal legal exposure for Donald Trump's planned rally on the day of the Capitol insurrection. He met with the committee behind closed doors for over eight hours Friday for a videotaped and transcribed interview. Republican panel Vice Chair Liz Cheney has called the former White House counselor a critical witness. I'm Scott Carr. WNBA star Brittany Griner is due back in court next week after pleading guilty to drug charges in Russia. The Phoenix Mercury star is on trial for carrying cannabis oil in her luggage at the time she was arrested at the Moscow airport in February. Griner admitted to both counts of attempting to smuggle drugs into Russia and also possession on Thursday. The 31-year-old basketball star said she didn't intend to commit a crime and was just... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what? they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus